Welcome again to the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men where we challenge our life to become all God will have us to become. And so since the beginning of the year, we've been in the series that we're covering for the whole of 2023, which is uh, the Sons of God series. We've talked about a lot of Sons of God and we've reflected in their life and look at what are some of those things that we can learn that will help us as contemporary men to really become what God wants us to be and to really grow uh, in wisdom and, and in status and to be able to really deliver because especially in this time and season when there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of attack against men and what men what manhood means and what does masculinity means but for us as believers we've been challenged to really come out and really play our critical role because we are of importance to God's plan for the earth and if we don't sit up a lot of things will continue to go wrong. So last week we talked about Joseph. We learned a lot of things in his life. And one of the things that stood out for me was the issue of Joseph not having empathy and kindness. And this really affected the children of Israel because the Bible said they arose a Joseph, a, a, a Pharaoh that never knew Joseph. And after that, he also failed to have a succession plan. And, uh, but he also had some good things that worked for him. He was a man that loved his family. And he gave people uh, second chances and uh, all of that. And so today, the son we're going to be studying is Samson. Samson is another son that <laughs> it's very popular. It's very popular. And uh, we've had a lot of children. For those of us that have been to children's on the school or grew up in the school in church, we've had a lot of things about Samson. We've studied about him, about his experience and his own escapade too. And that's like Samson is the opposite of Joseph. Joseph was the one that was able to overcome because he fled. He never lost it after other women. But for Samson, Samson is the opposite of Joseph. And so what is the meaning of his own name is it means son. Imagine such a bright and wonderful name. His name means son, a bright, radiant son. And that was what God really made him. You know, and that was why God selected him to come to be a judge and a deliverer for the people of God. With strict instruction as a Nazareth that he was not supposed to drink wine, not supposed to touch dead body, he was not supposed to Pollute himself with strange women and all that. The instructions were so clear. But at the end of the day, we also see the failure of his dad, Manoah. And we're going to talk about it to see that for us as men, how do we really be a, um, be able to provide support for our children, build loving relationship with them and get to know them and get to help them to become what God wants them to be. Especially in this generation that people are saying you should give children the right to choose their own uh, gender orientation. It's crazy because these are kids that We've been given to you know as custodian to take care of them. We give birth to them, and at some point the Bible says fully abides in the heart of a kid. And so they need some of this correction and guidance and all of them to really become what God wants them to be. But if we fail as a parent, they will end up having the Samson experience in our home. And so what is one clear lesson we can learn from the life of Samson is the place of having a clear sight. Samson never had a clear sight or a clear focus of what he wants to to become. You remember even too when, when he was dying, we were going to get to that point and they plugged that his eye was blind and you know, he was able to, he lost his sight, he lost his sense of direction and that's what the enemy is aiming for. It's not just our physical eyes, our spiritual eye. He wants us to go blind so we can ravel in darkness and the question is that are you raveling in darkness or do you want to pray for sight? And for me, that's my own prayer even this particular hour that I'm recording this podcast and hoping that when you're also uh, listening to it, you'll be thinking about 
how can I have sight? God, how can I have sight? Which is very, very important and very, very uh, crucial. Uh, the next thing is that you must marry from the same faith tradition. You know, we are living in a generation that people just make very funny decisions. You know, they will give example. We know a lot of people that are in inter interreligious marriages is working. Who told you that? You know, there's a lot of confusion happening in the life of the kids. If you get to meet them, if you live around the couple of them. So please marry a fellow believer. It is important. It's crucial for you to be able to fulfill God's plan for your life and God's purpose. You must be in line with God's plan and God's strategy for you and your family. So you must be careful and you must ensure that you do that. You can just go after the marriage. And that's what Kate Samson, the instruction from God was clear. But no, he said, no, I want to marry from the other side. The woman was after my eyes and this. We, we also saw what happened to him. Sometimes it makes the life of your own family difficult. Even sometimes, even the same faith tradition, but you don't have the same faith. The person is not yet saved. The person does not even share the same. All of you might, does not have to be at, almost at the same level, but at least might someone that, that knows the scripture, somebody that believes in Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, somebody that has at least the basic foundation of the gospel, somebody that believes that you need to wait for God for every instruction. Not people that just make decisions because maybe things are hard in the environment or because the community things are not working or everybody is just jackpot and you told your wife so sweetheart we need to wait and we need to pray your sister said no we have to jackpot and there will be pressure in your home there will be choking on your neck because someone is putting you under pressure to jackpot so that's very very important that you do that or the person has different belief you believe that God can provide God can do this and your wife just believe that oh you must use maximize all of your connections no run and hate and scatter unnecessarily chasing people to support you so it's very important you just choose somebody you're on the same uh, frequency spiritually what's the next lesson we can learn from the life of Samson for us as contemporary men of this generation is that we are free to make choices but we know that the choices we make have consequences the choices but those choices have consequences we must know that those choices have consequences you can run away from the consequences of your choice once you make them, there's a consequence for it. And that's what Samson feared. And the consequences cost him his life and his eyes. And cut short his ministry and his belief. And obviously, close to that marrying from your faith is that don't be unequally choked with unbeliever. I think people in this generation we are becoming too overly righteous. I know that some people go to the extreme. Today is not a day that I will share on the podcast. I know that sometimes some other believers become to the extreme that they don't want to even see their own fellow believer interact with maybe unbelievers at work or anything or even in school that I say, ah, no, why are you standing with them? No, that's not what we're talking. Those are extreme uh, people that I want to I remember when I was an undergraduate and uh, because I have a lot of friends and a lot of colleagues that people tell them that they were not safe and all of that, even standing with them or talking with them, my own fellow classmate. I was George. I went to stand for leadership in fellowship. I was not giving the leadership position their fate was not good for somebody like me that interact with uh, uh, people like that. And what is funny is that the person, the chief corporate of the person they're talking about, I was interacting with at that point. She's now a strong woman of God that is even uh, out there in, in North America. And so, so sometimes that's not the kind of one we're talking about that people, but you're, you're yoked with unbelievers, sitting with them, drinking, staying in their council, they make jest of the, of the believers, make jest of other people, say foolish things, do what they do. And you keep quiet there and just smile with them and all that. That's what we're saying. No, you are not, don't be yoked with them. 
and that is also very important that I think the cup of the sons will be studying in the cup of the coming month. There's one thing that keeps recurring and the Lord keeps, the Spirit keeps bringing as I was doing the study and also uh, just writing things down is you cannot become a business partner with an unbeliever. It's very important that you be aware of that. I know who are you joining uh, with. And God is still in the business of reconnecting the faithful and outcast to fulfill his purpose. God is still in the business of using people. Even when you go out and love that we saw something, he failed, but God still brought him back at some point. God still she used him. And it's very, very crucial. And one other lesson we can learn from his life is for we as fathers, it is very important to confirm prophecies over our home. And God will always honor it. So we need to be very careful. Even when the prophecy for him to be born came, he came to the mother, the mother shared with the dad, and the dad was still doubting. But the Lord honored men. So it's your duty that when your wife comes, your children come and talk about this is the prophecy they've given over my life. Write it down. Take it to God. God, are you the one releasing this prophecy over my child? Are you the one releasing this prophecy over my wife? Bring it to pass. And if it's a fake prophecy, if it's something that's from the pit of her, you cancel it as a father and you do it. And the next thing is that another lesson that we picked from it is that as a father, you should never fall for emotional blackmail. You have to be careful, you know, to be, to, to really know how to guide divine promises about your children, even or the kind of altar you take it to. Something had to be a Nazareth, but the father never handled the process very well. So the father failed even from the decision. He was blackmailed by Samson and he went and married a strange woman. And he knew the stem warning of the angel of God and but he never, he failed in that direction. So may we as men, God help us not to fail not to fail our family. So never fall for emotional blackmail. Then another lesson we can pick is that we should never forget our victory is by the Holy Spirit. And that's one of the things that puts Samson in trouble. At some point, he became too comfortable. He thought that it was his physical strength. It was his ability that was giving him victory. And so he never guided that. So one of the ways that we can also stand and not easily fall away is for us to always remember that our victory comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's always there uh, to help us. Then another lesson I think we can take away from the life of Samson is our God is a supplier. No matter the location, he will deliver. Even when he had trouble, when he had different things, God provided for him. Even from the mouth of a lion, he was able to get honey to quench his thirst, to quest, give him as food and energy. God provided in different mysterious way for him. Even in the last point, when he died with his enemy, God provided for him. So, but also remember that being in a wrong location increases your propensity for failure. Samson was in different wrong location at different times. And you know what happened to him. He failed in his ministry and his call. And so once you be in the wrong direction, on the wrong location, you just call unnecessary trouble on yourself. He fought a necessary war. He was born. He had to do different reduce because he wasn't supposed to be in those places. As a Nazarite, he was not supposed to be found in the house of prostitute or in all of those places that he was finding. Uh, himself. Then the next thing that was also doing for him is those lost and overconfident equal to death. Always remember that. When you have loss, you're not added with overconfident, you are dying. Once you have problem, you have an issue, open up to your friends, open up to your brothers. Now when they ask you things, you are still conjuring God. You know, we have a friend, he's going through a lot of stuff, but up to now he's refusing to open up. When you call him, he will just tell you his spiritual things. You know, it's the spiritual things. You know, we need to stand. He's still calling. 
some of these biblical things that he knew before. Well, this guy is a very talented, blessed spiritual guy, but he's missing it. But every day, the prayer that we kept praying for him is that God will bring him back. Maybe in the coming days or some days, I will confront him. But I don't know yet. I've not had that clarity on how to confront him. But he's still just lost in a way, but still using confidence to, to call it. But he's, he's getting close to death. And if he doesn't do anything, but I pray that the mercies of God will visit. And the same thing for us. And the same thing I pray for myself that God will help me and not become too overly confident and still dwelling lost. I'm just heading towards death. Death might not be physical, but it might be death spiritually that you no longer feel remorse for the consequences of your sin. Then the next lesson from the life of Samson, that we can see that God will never let his name be mocked. And so God gave him a second chance for him to be able to uh, just bring honor to the name of God. But the last lesson from him, based on this series of uh, Sons of God series, it's a sad one, but we must always remember that in seeking a second chance, we should not make it for revenge mission. Samson would have asked for something else, would have asked to leave, would have asked for God to restore his eye, but he was consumed by revenge. So he used the second chance for revenge. Yeah, the Bible says the number of people he killed at his death was more than the number of people he killed all of his entirety of his mission and his work. But was that God's perfect plan for him? No, God would have still used him would have asked for mercy and asked for God to restore him and would have found a different way to handle his enemy. But at that point, he could not go beyond not seeing, you know, because he has lost his sight and there's not a clear focus and he used his second chance for revenge. So as men, as fathers, what second chance is God giving us? Please, we should not use it uh, for revenge. May God bless you. Remember, it's still the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men. Remember, you can send in your questions, your contribution what you are learning, what the Lord has been just teaching you all through this uh, last three years that this podcast has been on, or for those of you that have been following consistently, what have you been learning, or do you have any question around the Sons of God series we've been covering, be it today or be the ones in the past, please send your question. We'll try to see how to address them or we'll pray together over them. So, brothers, I pray that God be with you. The Lord keep you and may He cause His countenance to shine over you and may He just give us His peace. We'll see you again next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about Moses, another son of God, that is also crucial uh, to have a lot of leadership lesson from his life for us as men. God bless you. Bye-bye.